My name is Arya Citrin, and we're learning uh, page Pei Aleph of Kutitarian by Midbar, starting Parshas Matos. The Pasuk says, Medaber Moshe Roshi Amatos Lemei Yisrael Lemar, Zedabar Shatziva Hashem. Moshe spoke to the heads of the uh, Shvatim. He said, this is the matter that Hashem has spoken. Ishki Yira Nedala Hashem. The person will make a vow to Hashem. The Gemara says that the expression Gidor Neder teaches us He has to use an item that can be uh, made forbidden in order to make a vow. For example, he can say this meat is to me like an oila or a shlum. An oila is a carbon oila or a carbon shlum. These are items that he is uh, that a person is able to sanctify. As a result of this, he is also able to take that sanctity in terms of a carbon and, and um, make a vow that something else should be similar to the carbon and be forbidden to eat. That's also the concept of koinam, which is used in making vows. Koinam is a word that comes from the word carbon. And a person can use that word in order to declare something forbidden. And this is the basis of Masechta Nedarim, to explain what is something that you can use to make a vow. So we have to understand why is it that vows have to be made only with Dabr HaNadr, with something that you can make forbidden, and then you can use that item or that concept to apply that prohibition to something else. Why does it work that way? We also have to understand why this parsha was specifically said to the heads of the Shvatim, which we don't find by other mitzvahs. We say in Perkeyavas, Nedarim Syag Leprishus, that vows are a Syag, are offense for Prishus, for staying separate from sins and pleasures and so on. The Gemara says, Prishus Mevila De Kedusha, that this sort of Prishus, separating oneself from pleasures, brings to holiness. Kedusha Mavil Anova holiness brings to humility. And humility brings to Yerashet the fear of sin. Now we have to understand, here we have Yerashet coming after humility and after Kedusha. On the other hand, we have a Pasuk that says, that the beginning of Chachma, even before Chachma, we have to have Yerashet, we have to have fear of heaven. And the truth is, we explain elsewhere that there are two levels of fear. But nevertheless, here it talks about Yeras hate, the fear of sin coming after Kedusha, when in fact it should really come before Chachma, before wisdom, which would seem to be a precursor to Kedusha. So, in order to understand this, we have to explain the concept of Kedusha in general. We say when we do a mitzvah, Hashem has sanctified us with his mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are the ikar and tachlis. They're the purpose of creation. They're the main thing. Like it says, At the end of everything, when everything is heard, one must fear Hashem and guard his mitzvahs. That is what man is all about. Through the mitzvahs, we bring about a sher that we are sanctified. What is this concept? Kadosh, holy, means something separated. What is the Kedusha of the mitzvah? That is alluded to in the past, in the, in the language of the bracha. Baruch HaTashem Lekeinu Melech O'ilam. Melech O'ilam is the concept that Hashem is Malchus Chamalchus Kalalamim. 
Hashem's kingship is the kingship of all of the worlds. All of the energy of the worlds, above and below, their very existence, from nothing to something, is through the thought that Hashem had to be a king. Before Hashem had that thought, the world was only Hashem and His name. The Pasuk says, Hashem have not changed. Even after the world was created, there is no change in Him. Hashem remains the same before and after the world was created. The Pasuk also says, I am first, I am last, and besides me there is no other God. What does this mean in a deeper sense? Ani Rishon means I am the same before the world was created. Ani Achron means I am the same after the world will finish, meaning to say after the days of Mashiach and the life of the world to come will be over, and then Hashem will be the only one existing, just like before the world was created. And mi baladai, besides me, meaning to say, even in the time in between those two times, when the world exists, nevertheless, even though there is a world, there is time, there is space, 6,000 years that the world exists until the days of Mashiach, and then the days of Mashiach, and Chiesa Mesim, and all of that, nevertheless, it's still the same. It's only Hashem and His name, because Kim, nothing conceals on Him. Like it says, besides you, we have no king other than yourself. The only existence of this world comes from Melech, comes from kingship. And therefore, the world is not separated from him. The energy of Hashem that comes from the highest and lowest aspect of this world, all four directions, past, present, and future, is only a ray of his Rida of Malthus that comes and is invested into the worlds higher and lower to give them their existence and life. So that's why we say that Hashem has not changed because this life force is a ray of the very lowest of Hashem's divine attributes. So it's like nothing. This is the meaning of Hashem Malach Geus Lavish. That the whole concept of Malchus is like a lavush, it's like a garment, something external. And what comes to this world is called a ziv hashchina, a ray of the shchina. The shchina is a level of Hashem that comes down and, and rests into this world in a way of a malakal almin that fills the worlds. And this is only a ziv and a ha'ora, a ray of Hashem. And it's not a ray of Hashem's essence. It's a ray of Hashem's aspect of malchus. When Hashem decided, I know Emlech, I'll be a king. But from Hashem's essence, no thought can grasp. It's beyond it's deeper than anything deep. Darkness surrounds him. The upper and the lower worlds cannot receive a revelation from the essence of Hashem, so to speak, because he's completely removed. We cannot compare to his holiness. Nevertheless, Alter Rebbe continues in the second ois, nevertheless, Kel Hashem Hashem shines to us a great and intense revelation of his holiness that is wondrous and hidden, meaning to say, beyond Malchus, from Hashem's Etzem, something we cannot comprehend through the mitzvahs. Because the concerning the Torah and the mitzvahs, it says, Come, eat bread with my bread. What does this mean? Lachmu means eat bread. The Torah is bread for our souls. Just like physical bread feeds your body, so too the Torah feeds our souls. 
But what does it mean that it's lach me, that the Torah is called my bread? Hashem calls it my bread. Hashem doesn't need to eat or drink. So the concept is, Chazal say, that Hashem calls us his beloved, the one who sustains him. So to speak, Hashem, uh, 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 the Jewish people sustain their father in heaven. So to understand this, first Aldeb explains how food works in this world for a human being, and then we'll understand how that applies to Hashem. We know that people eat food, which comes from the inanimate, the vegetative, and the living beings. We get life from these things. How is it that this is so? When the human beings are on a higher spiritual level than the food, how is it that the food feeds them and gives them life? So the Pesach says, that we live based on what comes from the mouth of Hashem, so to speak. What, what does this mean? Hashem, what comes from Hashem's mouth is the spiritual energy that's in the food, which comes from the Asarama Mores, the ten utterances with which Hashem created the world. For example, Hashem said, Tan let the earth be filled with foliage. With this, all the vegetative things were created. Let the animals come out from the ground. With this, the animals were created. It's the energy of these maimoris, of these speeches of Hashem, that is constantly in the creation to give them life. When we eat the food, that energy comes into us and gives us life. Now the question is, we were also created from Hashem's maimor when Hashem said, let man be created. We also have Hashem's moitza pi Hashem in us, Hashem's speech in us. Why do we need the speech of Hashem that's in the food to give us life? So the concept is, it says, man is created last and first. We're created last in time because the man was created on the Friday afternoon, but also last in level because as far as our body and our animal soul, it says, Yitush Karamach, that even the mosquito comes before us. The fact that they were created first is because they have a higher spiritual source. Even though the way they appear in this world, in the physical world, as a yesh dover gashmi, as a physical thing, they are separate. Nevertheless, they're never completely separate from Hashem, like a person can be. A person can go against Hashem's will, can rebel against Hashem's glorious eyes, so to speak. Whereas we are, um, whereas the animals can never do that. They can never go against Hashem's will. On the other hand, we are also Kedem, we are also first. As far as the level of our neshama, we are much higher than the creations. Also, as far as our nefeshachayunas, our life-giving soul, we have advantages over the inanimate, the vegetative, and the uh, animals because we have a, a soul that speaks and that thinks. And the order of the mamaris goes from lower to higher. We start with things that are on a lower level, like the foliage, and then the fish, and then the animals, and then the people. So this is all going up to higher beings. Nevertheless, this is all the way the... Um, creations came to be in this world. But in their source, beyond this world, beyond the chain of, the, uh, of worlds that we're in, 
It's the opposite. The godly soul of a person is at a lower level in its source than the source of the animal soul, which comes from the higher levels. But the way they come to this world is through a process of shviras akelu, a process with which very high revelations came to be hidden in very low levels. Those low levels is where the energy of the inanimate and the vegetative and the animal kingdom uh, get their life from. But in the source, it's a very high level. It's only found here in a low level, very limited energy, like the dharmim and sameach, the inanimate and the vegetative. For example, when a uh, wall falls, what's higher in the wall will fall further from the center of the wall, like we know. And therefore, the food which comes from these levels gives life to a person because it has an advantage over a person, and a person needs the food to fill him in on what he's missing. Without the food, he cannot live, whereas the food does not need the person. This is the meaning of moitza pi Hashem. The word moitza has two meanings. It can mean something that already came out of Hashem's mouth into the ten utterances with which the world was created, Moitzah can also mean the source of the speech of Hashem, the source of life, like Moitzah Mayim, which is where the water comes from and the earth, the wellspring, meaning to say the source of the ten utterances. In the source, these um, items of food come from a higher level, and they only come down into a lower level. So we get our energy from the source of these food items, which is higher than our spiritual source. Now, all of this is talking about physical food, continuing in the third ois of the mind. This is all with physical food, with, which feeds our physical bodies. Similarly, we say, that on the Hashem, the Adam lives. The Adam is referring to Adam de la'ela, the supernal man. That's the al demusakisid the buskmayer adam, the image of the man that is on the divine chariot, which is in the level of Hashem, of course. The word adam means adam alayim. We are similar to Hashem. You need to say that we have parallels to Hashem, just like a person has two hundred forty-eight limbs, through which the energy of his neshama is expressed, the eye to see, and so on. So too, Hashem's energy comes into this world in a manner of Ishalkos and Avroim, different energies coming into different creations in different ways, different malachim, different neshamas, many different levels. There are malachim that are called the eyes of Hashem, malachim that are called the ears of Hashem. And this is because they bring that energy of Hashem that is comparable to eyes or ears into this world, each one according to its level and its character. And that's why this aspect of Hashem is called Odom in a level of a malekol almond. It's the way Hashem is filling the worlds which has many facets. And that's why it says Kimara Adam. Of course, it's, Hashem is not a man. It's Kimara Adam. He has an image that appears to the Nevi'im, to the prophets, to be similar to man, insofar as the spiritual reflection of man, of the limbs of man, is reflected within Hashem's interaction with this world. Now, the energy that comes to this world, in a way of mamalikal almen, to give life to this world, comes from the source, which is moitza Hashem. The source of it is called soivokalam, the level of Hashem that's beyond the worlds. It's called ratzen the higher level of will. 
There are two levels of will. There's the Ratzon Elyon, meaning to say it's beyond all the worlds. It cannot be properly enclosed in the worlds because it's beyond their comprehension. No thought can grasp it. And then there's the Ratzon Atachtan, the will, that's a lower will, and that is what is normally revealed within the world. Now the Ratzon Elyon, the higher will, is the source of the Torah and the Mitzvahs. And therefore we say that this, that the Torah is called Lachmi, my bread, Rayasi, Parnasasi, we, so to speak, give Hashem Parnasa, give Hashem his energy, so to speak. Because with an Asusat an awakening from below, we bring about an Asusat an awakening from above to bring highest to this world, energy to this world from the source of life, from the level of Sevakalam into the level of Imalakalam. We do this through doing the mitzvahs, physical mitzvahs, and through the words of Torah. The moving of the lips, akimas fasayim, is a maizah. If you would just think the Torah, it's not the same. It does not accomplish this. Because it's specifically the power of action, which is using the, the food that we ate, the energy that we ate, which, like we said, comes from a higher source. The higher source is from the level of cervical almond. When we use that energy to express the Torah and to do the mitzvahs, which came from our eating, that enables this revelation to come down into this world. That enables this the waking of above from above to come from way beyond this world in a level of simple. Similarly, the mitzvahs that we use involve physical things that grow, which, like we said, in their source. They are from beyond the world, the esrog, the lulav, and so on. Esrog is food, lulav is vegetation. Like we said in their source, they have a higher level than man. And that's why they are able to bring down into this world the revelation from that level. The same thing with the wool of tzitzis, the money used for its taka. Whereas if we just think and don't act, then it's a level of chashav ma. Machshava is chashav ma. Ma is the level of man himself. So that's something that you're accomplishing within yourself. You're not accomplishing it in the world. And you're not using the physical aspects of this world which have that higher source. And therefore it doesn't draw down into this world from the Chaim El Yoinen Kol Kach, from this level of life so much. This is why we say, in Turkey, we say that one hour of Tshuva and Mitzvah in this world is better than the entire life of the world to come. What is the world to come? that we get pleasure from the Ziv the ray of the Shekhinah. This ray, the additional ray, is the pleasure that the Neshamas get from the revelation of the Malakal Alman. And it's called Shekhinah because it rests in this world. Now the energy and the life that comes to the Malakal Alman from Sevakal Alman is created by the Tshuva and Mitzvahs we do in this world. So we are creating it now. And therefore, what we're doing now is better than what we get then, because that is just the result of the work that we're doing now. Now, because the Torah and the Mitzvahs are called the Ratzon Elyon, they're the supernal will of Hashem, beyond the will that is normally revealed in creation, that's why they have the power to give us also a Ratzon Elyon. Because within man, there's also two levels of will. There's the level of will that's a natural love for Hashem, it's normally hidden within our souls. We have to reveal it from being hidden to being revealed, to cleave to Hashem, through thinking about the greatness of Hashem, how he gives us life, how he fills the worlds. Think about it to the extent 
that we have the capacity to. Each person according to their level. And this is level of This is one level of will and one level of love. But then there is a will that is beyond this. And those that seek Hashem will understand that sometimes they will have a flaming yearning for Hashem with a great love, Ava Rabba, Azava Atsuma, great and intense, in a way of Bahoma Oidacha, more than his soul can comprehend to connect to Hashem. On the contrary, it's a level of bitl hasava, a level of lack of comprehension. And he and he realizes that his mashava cannot grasp Hashem, that Hashem is steam the whole steam, hidden beyond hidden. And it's a level of an awakening of the heart that's beyond comprehension. It's a level of avarabha that's beyond the worlds. It cannot be found within the worlds normally. Like it says, to have nothing like this in the world, in the heavens or in the earth. When it comes to the love, that's a result of our understanding of Hashem. That's avas oilam. That's a love in the world. Avarabha is a level of an awakening of the heart that comes from above through Torah and mitzvahs which are the Ratzon Elyon, and that's why they bring us to this Ratzon Elyon. This is the concept of the lechem and mozon, the bread and the food that comes to the soul of man through Torah mitzvahs. The source of the speech of Hashem is one of the same as the source of the Torah mitzvahs, upon which we live spiritually, and our souls live spiritually when they get this revelation from the source of life that, that is beyond comprehension. That's why it's our bread. Just like our bodies live spiritually with the physical food that we eat because it connects us to this level of cervical almond, so to honor shamas, our spiritual energy is invigorated by the Torah which connects us to this level of will that we describe. Now, the way it works is that this spiritual awakening, this Rusa Deliba, does not come specifically by thinking about how the Torah gives us this life. Rather, it happens automatically. Just like when you eat, you get energized by the food. Even if you don't understand how it is that the food is digested, how it turns into blood, how it turns into meat, how the body processes what it can and pushes out what it cannot. Rather, this all happens automatically. The same thing when it comes to an awakening of the heart that comes through learning Torah, it happens automatically, through Torah and mitzvahs. This is the meaning of Asher Kiddushan and Mitzvah that through the mitzvahs, a supernal holiness comes down from a level that is beyond this world, something that is normally not revealed in the world. It comes to us, it sanctifies us, it is revealed within our soul to give us a rotten elyon in our souls, and that's the concept of Rusa Deliba and Avarab. This is why it says, Do the mitzvahs and you'll be holy. Through the mitzvahs, the Kedusha El Yoyna, the supernal holiness, will mamash rest in you. And then you will be holy to Hashem. This is the concept of the bracha. When we say baruch, we're drawing down that level of Yudke Vavke that creates all of creation, the source of creation, that it should become a lekenu, it should become our life force, it should become connected with us in a way of echad ba'echad, we should be unified with it. And this is through asher, which is oinage elyon, asher is the same word as oisha, which is pleasure. 
And then we have Kiddushono B'tushosei Mamash. He sanctifies us with his actual sanctity through the mitzvahs that bring the Kodesh HaElyon, the supernal level of holiness, which is beyond the world, coming into our hearts. And this, in this regard, the soul of the man is Ochar, is, is lower than the Ruset Libra that comes to it. When we have this Ruset Libra, it's a revelation that comes to the Neshama that is even higher than the source of the Neshama itself. Galder has a little kit, so a little summary of what we've learned so far. Asher Kedushanam is that the energy of all the worlds comes from Hashem's Malchos. His essence is beyond comprehension. It is Kodesh and Mutal. It is holy and separate. Through the Torah and the Mitzvahs, we bring this Kedusha into ourselves. This is why it says about Torah, Come eat my bread. Lachmi, it's my bread. Just like a person gets energy from the bread he eats, because the bread has within it the source of the ten utterances, and that gives him extra energy. So too, in reference to Hashem's energy in this world, it's normally a level of memale kolalman, the, uh, the level of Hashem that appears like a man. And then we can draw soiviv kolalman, the level of Hashem is beyond the world, through the Torah and the mitzvahs, which are in the physical world. When we do them, we, so to speak, add energy to the aspect of Hashem that's within this world, and in that way, we are, so to speak, sustaining him. And this, of course, also sustains us spiritually and brings us to a level of experiencing the Ratz and the Elyon, the supernal level of will, to have love Hashem that is described as B'choma Eidecha, great level of love, Avaraba, and this Hashem can show himself, Hashem has sanctified us with his mitzvahs to reach a level of Vihiyis and Kedoshim, you shall be holy. These are the first two Oseos of the Maimer, Vedab Hashem or Rashi Hamatis.